welcome back to another episode of Strength and Illness. This week I'm taking it a little easy because I'm having a rough week. Yeah, I don't know what that sound was. Um, and so long story short, I basically switched from being on a formula and a couple of solid foods to being just on formula and going through a lot of brain fog right now. So I thought it would be fun to do a family Q&A. So I just asked my family for questions that they would want to ask. Obviously, I'm not telling you who asked what question because they are staying anonymous. Um, and okay, so I'm just going to kind of like go in order of the questions I was sent. And I'm just going to answer them as a, as an answering to a general audience. So, um, so it kind of doesn't like, so it makes sense to everyone. Okay, so the first question was, is, did you feel like anyone in our family treated you differently because of your diseases? And do you think they should have? Okay, so I'm going to kind of like cut that in half. Um, did anyone treat me differently? Uh, I guess I'll start with my parents. My parents kind of treated me like normal kid which is great because i appreciated that i appreciate not being like coddled every five minutes like oh my goodness you're so sick and you need a rest i'm like you know i didn't want to be like that um you know when i was tired i just laid down like i didn't need someone to tell me um so um yeah when i was a kid up until i was 12 i only had autoimmune hepatitis so and also the liver cirrhosis so i wasn't really um there wasn't, like, I, I used to just get a lot of, like, stomach bugs and ear infections and things like that. Um, and my siblings were the ones who were, like, always getting strep. Um, enough of that. Anyway, so I don't think anyone treated me differently. I think I was treated like any other kid in my house. Um, now I can't compare that to kids out of my house because I don't know how other kids were raised necessarily. Um, but I mean, our house was like, you know, what I remember, it was very like, you know, happy, like I was always playing and stuff like that. And I didn't really have restrictions. Like I knew that I wasn't like, at that age, there aren't really many restrictions because most of my restrictions are things that I would do as like an adult or as a teenager, like not saying you should drink as a teenager, but like I can't drink alcohol or go skydiving and I'm not really supposed to be on roller coasters. I went when I was a kid. But I think we're done with that now. Um, and, um, like, you know, when I was a kid, I also wasn't allowed a long sun exposure. But I wasn't always outside either. So, I don't think anyone treated me differently. Um, I think that in, in terms of my family, no. Nobody treated me in any way that I didn't want to be treated. In terms of school, yes, I was forced to do the presidential fitness test. And as a person with this disease, uh, you know, I couldn't run a lot. I was a very um, heavy set child because I was on steroids. And those, you know, make you retain a lot of water. And, you know, you don't necessarily drink the same amount of your water you're retaining. And it makes it very difficult. And I was made to run the... presidential fitness test and I blacked out and thank goodness my mother was working at the school 
God, she saved me. Um, and, you know, from then on, they were like, oh, she can't run. I was like, well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that maybe the teachers should have taken into, you know, regard that I wasn't like the other kids and things were different for me. And maybe they would have treated me a little bit nicer. Not saying that, you know, you should use your disease or diseases to get special treatment. I just think that people should treat you in a way that, you know, if you have limitations, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be held against you. And that's, yeah, and that goes for, like, I guess my old classmates, too. Like, I had some people who were just playing out, like, gave me body image issues, which is something I couldn't control. Because when you're on steroids, you can't control your weight. You can work out all you want, but you're still going to look like a baby sumo wrestler. Especially when you're on such high doses like I was. Anyways, that's a topic for a different time. Let's go to question two. Were or are you ever jealous of some things your siblings could do or have that you couldn't? (laughs) Good question. Um, okay, so, um, as a kid, no. I don't think there was anything I couldn't do. I mean, at the time, I was, I only went to, like, we went when I was, like, 12 to Disney, like, all the parks, and I went on all the roller coasters, and I think, like, I I don't think I could do that again. I think that it would hurt me, but, like, I was able to do that at the time. But now, I think, like, after having the Crohn's diagnosis and the lupus diagnosis, yes, like, I would love to go and eat whatever I want. Like, I'm not, I actually am always been someone who's, like, never finished what's on their plate. Like, I don't have, like, I have the stomach of a bird. Like, I don't, you know, I can't eat that much. And so, when the Crohn's set in, like, I couldn't eat anything not because of the size of my stomach but because there's so many restrictions so many things that irritate the stomach and also with liver disease there's so many things that irritate you know and can cause inflammation and fatty liver and so you have to be careful like I never I also was never into fried food so um and I'll go into that in my restrictions episode um but yeah there are just some things that I just I think that sometimes, I'm not jealous, I don't think of myself as jealous, but I like, sometimes I'm like, well, I would love, you know, that slice of that pizza, but, you know, um, I, I know that, like, it's not worth it, because I'll just feel really sick, and it will be non-stop, so, no, like, right now, obviously, I'm like, really, like, I just want real food, because I'm on formulas all day long. Um, and unless they're really cold, they taste like chalk. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I guess in that aspect, I'm not jealous, but I would say, like, sometimes, like, when I (laughs) see my family eating dinner, I'm just like, what's that? It smells good. It looks good. Why don't you and I have a talk later so I can smell your pizza? Like, yeah, I'm I'm really weird. Um, so, (laughs) um... Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily jealous, but sometimes, like, yeah, I wish I could, you know, just go to a restaurant with my friends or something. Scratch that. Um, I wish that, like, I don't know, like, if 
it was my mom's birthday or someone's or my sister's birthday that I could take them out to a restaurant and like eat with them and not have them stare at me with like those sad eyes like I know you can't eat but let me, like I'm trying to enjoy my food <laughs> um but yeah I enjoy cooking for other people actually so I guess like I just live vicariously through you guys eating things I can't like I love love fruits and vegetables and I could live off those things my mom used to find me eating you know spinach out of the little salad bags when I was a kid I love those things and it was like such a blow that I was like well you can eat like rice and you know bread but you can't have many fruits or vegetables it's like well thanks for that um and I guess with the lupus because it put me in a chair um I just wish that like I could be more independent like I could just be like oh today I want to go to the library and like you know just get an uber um and like uber is not bashing uber but they're not very helpful they won't help you put your wheelchair in the car and also I have to like travel with someone because um I need to be like pushed because my I'm not going to I have two wheelchairs and one's for travel and one's for my house and um, the travel one you need to be pushed, and I'm not, like, gonna sit there with a stick dragging myself across the sidewalk, you know, in my travel wheelchair, um, but, yeah, I just wish I had a little bit more independence, I'm not very social, so I don't miss, like, seeing, going out and seeing crowds of people, or going to, like, weddings, or, you know, um, big events, or even small events, and I don't, like, I don't miss going to, like, I used to work at a big school, I don't miss going there because there's just so much, so much, like, interaction and so many people and it's very overwhelming, so I'm not, I'm not, like, jealous of the social aspect, I'm not jealous at all, I just, you know, sometimes I wish I had a little bit more independence just to be able to, like, you know, um, like, I don't know, how would you say, like, um, like get my own water without like it being too heavy for me and stuff like that so yeah just a little independence i'm not necessarily jealous of anything um obviously i can't like jump on a plane but like i'm coming to visit you sister no um but like i guess like in that sense like i wish that it was just easier for me to eat sometimes and and also like easier just to like be able to do things I want without having to like get other people involved you know like if someone's tired like I can't drag them to go with me somewhere like after a full day's work so I guess like I wish I was able to do a little bit more on my own okay <clears throat> next question how do I feel about God or towards God <laughs> um uh, I feel like everyone's gonna think my answer is gonna be so negative. Um, I'm actually a really grateful, grateful being because I've gone through so much and come out of, you know, the other side. And I always say life is. Everyone always is like, oh, well, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm like, well, life isn't a straight tunnel. It's a, a lot of twists and turns, and it's like the plumbing system under the the you know the ground the, you know i feel like sometimes it's dark and then sometimes you turn the corner and there's like you know a crack in the pipe and there's some light coming in and 
that's how I feel like you know I, I don't lose my my faith because I have always you know I guess I don't like saying this but like survived you know when I was 12 I was put on a transplant list and it was the same time as mom bat mitzvah and I just was like between the two like I was excited for my bat mitzvah and I was nervous and so scared and then my classmates were told that I was you know could be getting a surgery and that became overwhelming because they had non-stop questions and not that I didn't like answering them it was just like I'm sorry I know everyone says there's no stupid questions but they kept asking me if I was gonna die and I was like I don't know I hope not um and my like my teachers cried which was so nerve-wracking I'm like please don't cry in front of me um so I guess I would say I'm a really like faithful person because I've always come out of it the other side and not saying if, if one day you know I got worse I wouldn't be like oh god I hate you no because I feel like I go through everything for a reason and there's no there's no you know this is what I have to deal with in life and if it's what I have to deal with I always think of it as this like it was given to me and I feel that if it was given to my siblings, I always think, well, what do my diseases affect? They affect that what you can eat and your independence and things like that. And also, you know, having fun because you can't drink. <laughs> Apparently that's fun for you people. I don't think I would ever have been someone who drank, but I don't know. You never know. So I always think like, you know, my siblings are foodies and they, you know, they are people who like going out and having fun and doing things and there are people who like you know to like go to you know clubs and dance and you know and who doesn't need a drink when you're at the club you know liquid courage apparently I don't know what I'm saying I have no clue about alcohol um but like I guess I always think of it as that like I'm grateful that it happened to me because I don't think as strong as my siblings are, I don't think they could have handled everything that I went through. And I don't think that I would have been able to watch them go through those things. I mean, I'm, I'm strong in the sense that I can go through it and I will find the good in it. But I don't think, I, not saying they're weak, but I, and not saying they're, oh, they're not as strong as me because they're strong too. I just don't think that they could have gone through all these things and you know I guess not snapped and you know so and then next question is do you think your challenges affected that relationship my relationship with God I think yeah I got stronger because there were so many times where like I said like when I was 12 I felt like it was a miracle I was oh I didn't finish that story when I was 12 I was taken off the transplant list I was on it for like a year and then I was taken off because they said I was stable, because they tried a post-transplant medication on me, and which is like, you know, medication you get after a transplant, and that medication worked, and I'm stable, and thank God, like, you know, I haven't had problems with my liver, you know, and, and I'm really grateful for that, and then again, when I was, I'm not going through like every single time, I feel like a miracle happened to me, but another big one was when I was 
um, in the hospital two, two years ago, two years ago, yeah, and I was scheduled for surgery, and about half an hour before the surgery, everything had cleared up, and I wasn't gonna get the major surgery, which is, like, it wasn't just one surgery, it was one surgery, 18 months later, you get another surgery, and then eight months later, it's another small surgery, so I was able to avoid that, and I was, you know, doing as you know better with the medication they had given me and I was really grateful so yeah it definitely affected my relationship and made it stronger I, my faith was stronger and yeah okay the last question is how can we as family my family be supportive um I think that my family's really supportive as you know, already, um, you know, they're not too all over me, like, oh, are you okay, are you okay, are you okay, because I, as a person, I, I don't like that, I've never liked that, I never liked people asking me every time something, like, every time something major happens, I don't mind being asked that, but I feel like every time it's like, you stub your toe, it's like, are you okay, are you okay, are you okay, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like, over. I'm like, everyone want to just be quiet, like, for two seconds, let me check if my toe actually hurts, like, I don't even feel like I felt the pain, because right away, it was like, are you okay, um, I feel like I, I'm grateful that I'm not treated like porcelain because I don't think I would have been able to, you know, deal with that. But I have pretty supportive. My mom's pr- very supportive. You know, my dad's supportive. Always asking like, oh, you think this, you know, maybe this medicine, um, not medicine, sorry, maybe I'll get you this vitamin. Or he's really helpful, like when it comes to you know vitamins and asking his doctor friends good like questions that I have that aren't necessarily like you know that my doctors can answer, um, or just you know he's good for like consulting and stuff like that and he's and he's really supportive you know every time like he's always like he's always sending me things and not saying like oh you should have a disease so you get like gifts but it's like really nice you know like he's always like thinking of me and every time he's like see something cute and like little he's like oh I got this for you because it was tiny and cute um and um and I would say my brothers are too, like, they help me a lot, they live with me, so they help me a lot, like, you know, they always are making sure I'm staying hydrated, and, you know, they take me places, and on, we went recently on vacation, and they took turns, like, pushing me throughout the, you know, the, the different things that we went to see, and they helped me stand up for a couple of pictures, you know, they held me up, which was really fun, um, and, like, throughout that whole vacation, every stop, we had to unpack my wheelchair and they were so good they were like worked as a team and they would unpack it for me and they would get me out and they never complain and they're always joking with me which makes me like feel better because I don't always want you know like I said last week I think my family comes with things with humor so I love that we're always you know on a humorous note and making things funny and like at one point we were taking a photo and one of my brothers let go to go up I think he was putting my dog... I'm not sure what he was doing. But I started going forward. Like, falling forward. So my other brother caught me. And we were just all laughing. Like, it was just like... the My mom was staring at us. She's like, that was so comical. Like, you guys looked hilarious. And we were just, like, laughing it off. Because why am I going to be mad at them? He didn't, like, realize. Like, it's, it's, some, it's something very new. So it was just, like, really funny. Um, and I feel like 
you know, my extended family is really supportive. Like, you know, I, like I said, I don't like people calling me every five minutes. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, if I'm not okay, I'll tell you. And, you know, and when I'm in the hospital, they're very nice. They always call, you know, at least once. Because, you know, when you're in the hospital, honestly, you're just exhausted. And you don't want a million people calling you, asking you if you're okay. I'd rather get a text saying I'm thinking of you, you know, sending hugs or something. That's just so much easier because when I have to sit there on the phone, I feel like I'm being drained so much because I'm already exhausted as it is, like, when I'm at home. But when you're in the hospital, you're fighting even more because there's something that's affecting you even more. Something's infected or something is, you know, irritated or inflamed and you're just fighting it off and your body is getting all these medications put into it and all these things and you have constant headaches at least this is my experience when i'm in the hospital because it's usually the same thing and constant headaches and constant pain um but i just feel very drained so most of the time my family has like figured out over the years i guess how to like be there for me without being overwhelmingly on top of me you know so um I just find that really helpful, like, that they're always there, and I know I can call them if I'm having, you know, if I'm feeling, like, alone, and I just need someone to talk to, or I just want to, you know, pop in and FaceTime my grandma or something, like, they're always, I know they're always around, but I like that they're not overwhelmingly on top of me, and, you know, and I like that they're always open for visits, and I just, you know, um, I think like the one thing is that I when I see them it's like a it's like a really exciting thing for me and I just hope that they're always excited to see me because I know I'm a lot um, but yeah so that's it for the questions um, thank you to all my family members who did put in the questions um, I think I'll do this again a different time because I have a lot of family and um, and yeah so let me just announce the winner let's see who it was it was it was anonymously like picked it was through a generated thing so um it's e benslow from personalized art okay so you're gonna win a candle and you're gonna win a customized keychain and um i will private message you for that and um so yeah, the winner again is E. Bensel um, from Personalized Art, and I will be doing a giveaway in the near future. Um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to get some more followers. You know, the bigger the following, the better the prizes. And I'm not doing this, you know, for get publicity, but um, I actually, <laughs> I snuck into uh, my prize, one of my ribbons, um, red, not, sorry, not red, <laughs> I wish red, purple and yellow. Um, as my autoimmune hepatitis ribbon and that candle happens to be purple and yellow um also if you guys want on um there's ah, bracelets that are linked on my page for Queb's boutique and they are awareness ribbons and um yeah they're linked there and if you want to purchase one to you know be a, um the money goes to the to the oh my gosh i'm so i'm like blanking right now the money goes to the organization listed on the boutique's website so oh my gosh okay i think i should end the episode here thank you all for tuning in i will um 
be back next week with another episode hopefully and we will do maybe a Q&A with um you know everyone's questions if you have questions submit them because maybe I'll do if I have enough I'll do a Q&A with um questions from everyone else all right everyone goodbye <laughs>